إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد So in this series of short reminders we've been talking about methods for purifying your soul for rectifying your shortcomings for rectifying your state as a whole for purifying yourselves in this month of Ramadan so that you can become better, more pious and righteous servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We spoke about the methods such as dua, returning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in subservience to Him, recognizing your poverty before your Creator, making dua constantly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for your needs similarly we spoke about the importance of taking the prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam as your example to follow as the guide to take this religion from to implement the quran and the sunnah as the final messenger muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam taught us Similarly, from the methods of purification of the soul, we spoke about the importance of the Qur'an itself, in reading the Qur'an, in understanding the Qur'an, in memorizing the Qur'an, in acting upon the Qur'an. For indeed that is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why we mention this world, this life, is your opportunity you've been given. The opportunity to do your deeds. The opportunity to gather your righteous actions. And then when death comes, that opportunity ends. And that's why from the means of the purification we mentioned was to remember death a lot. To remember that death will certainly come to you. When a person recollects that, then he will constantly want to be upon preparation for that time. Tonight we'll mention another one of the means to purifying your soul, one of the means to rectifying yourself, One of the means to hopefully find salvation for yourself in this world and in the hereafter. And that is in terms of your companionship and those who you sit with and spend time with because that circle of friends, that circle of your close Friends, your companions, those that you walk with, those that you talk with, those that you sit with, 
those that you eat with, that companionship of yours, that circle of friends of yours, will have a huge impact upon you, your character, your practicing of the religion, your behavior, and the way you lead your life. It will certainly be impacted by that circle of colleagues and friends you choose to have for yourself. Allah mentioned in the Qur'an, advising us and encouraging us to make sure that our circle of friends are righteous and pious people, so that the righteous and pious may influence us and encourage us to also be righteous and pious. Allah mentions in the Qur'an, وَاصْبِرْ نَفْسَكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ بِالْغَدَاتِ وَالْعَشِيِّ يُرِيدُونَ وَجْهَةِ Make yourselves patient. Keep and remain patient alongside those who call upon their Lord morning and evening and they are sincere to Him. Those are the types of people, those are the types of believers that you want to hold as your company. Those who call upon their Lord, those who are righteous and pious and remember their Creator, those who will remind you of your Lord and your Creator when you are in their presence, those who are constantly calling upon Allah, raising their hands in dua to their Lord, those are the righteous and the pious you want to be around. They are the ones whom Allah tells you, be patient upon that, make yourselves patient to remain with those righteous, who are calling upon their Lord, they are pious, and they are the ones who will influence you and encourage you to be upon righteousness. Al-Imam Sa'di, rahimahullah ta'ala, he mentioned, fi هَذِهِ الْآيَةِ الْأَمْرُ بِصُحْبَةِ الْأَخْيَارِ وَمُجَاهَدَةِ النَّفْسِ عَلَى صُحْبَتِهِمْ وَمُخَالَطَتِهِمْ وَإِنْ كَانُوا فُقَرَاءَ فَإِنَّ فِي صُحْبَتِهِمْ مِنَ الْفَوَائِدِ مَا لَا يُحْصَى That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, commands us to have the companionship with the righteous and to strive to take those righteous types of people as our companions, and to mix with them, and to stay with them, وَإِن كَانُوا فُقَرَى Even if those people, are from the ones in poverty and poor, they have nothing to give you, and offer you in terms of the worldly affairs, they have nothing to offer you in wealth and luxury, they have nothing to give you, from the worldly matters. But what they have with them 
is Iman. What they have with them is piety and righteousness, remembrance of their Lord, all of that which you will benefit from more than any wealth or luxury. For indeed, as Sheikh Al-Fawzan mentioned, these days we live in a time when people, they choose their friends based upon mutual benefits. Who are the people who will benefit me in the worldly affairs? They will benefit me in terms of wealth. They have money. They will benefit me in terms of my job, my career. They'll benefit me in terms of other worldly aspirations. Those are the types of people that you look for as your friends these days. They are the types of friends, so-called friends, people keep these days. Those people who they think they'll be able to get some worldly gains and benefits from. They'll get something out of them. There'll be benefit in keeping them as a friend in terms of the worldly matters. That is not how you choose your friends. That is not how you choose your companions. Rather, al-hubbu fillah wal-bughdu fillah Loving is for the sake of Allah. And hating is for the sake of Allah. So the ones you choose as your friends and you love them, then do not have that love for them purely because of worldly benefits and gains and wealth and luxuries you aspire to. Rather your love for your friends, your love for your brothers, is because of what you see in them, of the practicing of this religion, because of what you see in them, in their piety and righteousness, in what you see in them of their praying, five times a day, constantly, you see the religion in them, and so you love them and choose them to be your company, because of that religion in them. So your love for them is for the sake of Allah. Even if they be from the most poor of people in poverty with nothing to offer you, other than the religion that they practice which you are encouraged by and benefit from also. They are the people that you desire to have as companions. The Prophet ﷺ said, الرجل على دين خليله فلينظر أحدكم من يخالل A person will be upon the religion of his beloved one. So make sure you examine who exactly are your beloved ones. Who are these close friends of yours? Because they are the ones that circle of your beloved friends that will influence you, that will influence your behavior, your lives, will influence you as to whether you practice your religion, 
will influence you as to whether you go and pray or whether you stay walking on the streets with them. So look to who your companions are, for indeed those companions will impact upon you. Similarly, Ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu the companion said, اِعْتَبِرُوا النَّاسَ بِأَخْدَانِهِمْ فَإِنَّ الْمَرْأَ لَا يُخَادٍ إِلَّا مَنْ يُعْجِبُهُ That examine the people through their companions, their beloved ones, their colleagues. Because indeed a person only keeps colleagues and beloved ones from the types of people that impress him and please him. So when you see a person and his friends are the evildoers, then know that this person has some issue with him. Because if he likes and prefers to keep evildoers as his companions, then that is an indication of his own state. He would only keep friends from the types of people that are pleasing to him. And so if the evildoers are pleasing to him, then that is a sign of badness for him. Similarly, the famous hadith you will have heard recently, the narration where the Prophet ﷺ said, مَثَلُ الْجَلِيسِ الصَّالِحِ وَالسُّؤْكَ الْمِسْكِ وَنَافِخِ الْكِيرِ فَحَامِلُ الْمِسْكِ إِمَّا أَنْ يُحْضِيَكَ وَإِمَّا أَنْ تَبْتَعْ مِنْكَ وَإِمَّا أَنْ تَجِدَ مِنْهُ رِيحًا طَيِّبَةً وَنَافِخُ الْكِيرِ إِمَّا أَنْ يُحْرِقَ ثِيَابَكَ وَإِمَّا أَنْ تَجِدَ رِيحًا خَبِيثًا The example of a good friend and the example of a bad friend is like the example of somebody who sells fragrance, misk, atar, and somebody who is a blacksmith. The good friend, like the one who smells the, sells the beautiful fragrance. If you go to his shop or where he sells, then you'll always benefit. Either he'll maybe give you something as a gift from fragrance, or maybe you can buy something from him of that good fragrance. Or even just being there in his presence, and then walking away, the whiff of that good fragrance will end up on your clothes anyway. So you benefit in being in the company of that friend, of that fragrance seller. As for the blacksmith, then that individual you go to him, either he will end up burning your clothes, or the ashes will fall onto your clothes, or at the very least you will exit with the smells of the burning and the metal and of the, the job of the blacksmith upon your clothes. So whenever you are there, you are coming away, having not benefited, but come out with badness. That is the example of a good friend and a bad friend. The good friend, you benefit from him in his presence. The bad friend, either burns your clothes or leaves a smell upon you. That is the example. Sheikh Rabi'ah, Hafizullah Ta'ala mentioned that he said, we have seen many people throughout the years 
people who were at high levels in their status and knowledge. But when they went and began to take the bad ones as their company, they relapsed, they fell back from their righteousness into the same ways as the companions they had now taken. So that is something of importance that a person recognizes who to sit with, who to walk with. Al-Qadi Iyad rahimahullah said, Fi hadha al-hadith tajannub khulata'asu wa mujalasat al-ashrah. The hadith tells you to stay away from mixing with the bad company and from sitting with the evil company. وَأَهْلِ الْبِدْعِ وَالْمُغْتَابِينَ لِلنَّاسِ And to stay away from sitting with the people of innovation. That is bad company. Do not think when we talk about the righteous and the pious, that you go and find a person of innovation who has a beard and prays, but he is upon the ways of the Sufiya, the way of the, the shirk in tawassul and shafa'ah all types of the misguidances in aqidah. And that is not the example of the righteous colleague. That is a person upon deviation and desires. That is an example of bad company. Righteous and pious, those upon the Qur'an and sunnah. He then says, don't sit with the people who backbite others. Sitting in the company of people who all they do is gossiping and backbiting other individuals. In the, in the narration it mentions, or in the Qur'an it mentions, أَيُحِبُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَأْكُلَ لَحْمَ أَخِيهِ مَيْتَ Would you love to eat the meat of your dead brother? Certainly you despise, hate that. Eating the meat of the corpse of your dead brother, the example of the one who backbites the people. So it is mentioned, stay away from the company of those types of individuals. لِأَنَّ جَمِيعَ هَؤُلَاءِ يُنْفِذْ أَثَرُهُمْ إِلَى جَلِيسِهِمْ All of these types of people, whether you like it or not, their influence will come upon you. Do not say, I'm practicing, I know, but these are just my friends from a long time ago. Every time you go with them, there are people who don't pray, there are people who smoke, there are people who do drugs. You say, I'm okay, I know, I go to the mosque, but these are just my friends from a long time. When you're with them and they're not praying and the prayer time comes, you're going to get up and leave? Or are you going to be influenced by the numbers of your friends in the activity that they are doing and end up missing your prayer? You will be influenced by that company, whether you like it or not. You will be influenced and slowly diluted down. When you see them not practicing slowly, you start thinking it's not too bad. If I miss the prayer, I'll pray it later this time, it's not too bad, then that time goes too. Other things they are doing which are haram, slowly you start to think it's not too bad. That's why Imam al-Barbahari mentioned in Sharh al-Sunnah, all of those innovations, they begin as something small. Sins, something small. You see your colleagues and friends doing things slowly, you start to think it's not too bad. Something small. But then, 
that small thing grows and grows around you until eventually it becomes so big that you cannot drag yourself out of it. You end up falling into the same ways as your friends. So certainly take heed to what the Prophet ﷺ said, إِنَّ الْمَرْءَ عَلَى دِينِ خَلِيلِهِ A person will certainly be upon the religion the same way as his colleagues. Don't say, I'm practicing, I go to the mosque, I'm okay. If I hang around with my friends from old, who are not practicing, they don't come to the mosque, they do drugs, they do everything. But I've known them a long time, we go out now and again, we eat, we drink. Slowly you'll find yourself disappearing from the masjid too. Slowly you'll find yourself going back, dragging back into the old ways that you may have been on. So protect yourselves, protect your lives now in this world and the hereafter for the benefit. If you want to be upon purification of your soul, then you cannot be in the company of those who are dragging you in the opposite direction from the purification of the soul. They are dragging you in the opposite direction from rectification. You want the hereafter. They are only here for the world. They are only here for the best cars and the luxuries and the money. And that is all they know and think about. They don't know the masjid or where it is. You do not want to be in that company. Neither do you want to be in the company of the people of innovation. Those who do not practice the Qur'an and the Sunnah, do not understand the Qur'an and the Sunnah as it should be understood. So they misguide you and deviate you away upon innovations, destroying your pathway, destroying your pathway, ruining it, breaking it down the pathway to paradise with innovations and misguidances. So look very carefully to who you accompany. Look very carefully to who your friends are. Are they people who are going to help you and aid you to become better in your religion? Then good. If they are not, they are people who are hindering you and slowing you down and pulling you the other way from the religion, then they are not the friends to be with. They are the ones to leave aside and to find the company of the people of the sunnah. Those who are practicing, who will encourage you, who will aid you, support you to become more practicing of your religion also. So that is something to pay attention to as a means of rectification and purification of the soul. And we'll conclude upon that short reminder for tonight. I will move on to another subject next time in terms of another method of purification of the soul. Insha'Allah ta'ala. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyana Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.